You should watch this video. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Okay, yeah, it's creepy. That's it's just weird. Creepy as fuck. I would go as far as saying that looks phallic in nature. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, the podcast that is always in time and there for you every Monday morning without any failure with your two hosts, uh, Skinky and Uncle. Hi, Skinky, how are you? Hey, what's up? Last week's episode was just fantastic, wasn't it, it was Uncle? We went so into some really good. great issues. Was, we did, yeah. had a great discussion. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we talked about what it would be like to live inside of a pasta noodle. Um, which it was weird that we spent 25 minutes on that, but I think we, I could have went 30 minutes, honestly, on easily, easily. I was, we had, we had to, we had to cut it. We had to kind of cut it and be like, it's time for us to go to bed. It's a three hour episode. No one wants to listen to this all anyways. And yeah. Yeah. So, and then I think Kevin, Kevin lost it. (sighs) Kevin, but you know what? We have to give Kevin some credit. Yes. Because he did some great things. Oh yes, he this was past busy week. this week. Here's the nice thing: is that when he really, really, really fucks up and loses an episode, then he kind of makes it up to us, right? <laughs> like yeah. gets in the overtime, lots of work. So, but uh, but yeah, what did, what did he do this week? What did, for those of, those people that don't know, what did Kevin manage okay, to pull well, out? Of the let me first? tell you something huge that happened. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. This was something that Skanky was, as in me, was supposed to do <laughs> uh, months ago. And you know what happened? What? He didn't do it. All right? Oh, oh shit. He <laughs> was supposed to get... <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> hey now. All right? Oh. I don't call you out on things. <laughs> oh, sorry. Often. Yes, I, 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 often. I am I'm, I'm blown away. But yes, go on. <laughs> He, I'm talking about myself in the third person here to, you know, get away with it. Um, he didn't add, try to add this podcast to Spotify. Mm-hmm. And you know why, I'm called? You know why, why he didn't try to do that? Yeah, lay it on me. Because it is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. All right? It's, ho- it's hard, but... We were able, I mean, Kevin was able to get us on the Spotify podcast because why, M. Cole? Uh, oh, wait, our podcast on the on Spotify, not the Spotify podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's doing good work for other people now. Not yes, even, not he's making us, us guests on the, on the Spotify podcast. Anyway, go on. Yes, it's true. Uh, but no, but Kevin was able to pull it off because Spotify finally opened up their podcast platform to all the podcasts everywhere wow. in the entire world. So it was I, it took I, long I, enough. Yeah, it was. It was actually it was it was really a giant pain in the ass for a very long time um, because I would get messages about it and people would say, um, "Can you have it so it's on Spotify?" Because I wanted to listen to it there, and I'd have to reply, be like, "We're trying." <laughs> like we, it's it's very hard. They have a whole application process. You have to send an is. email. You have to like do all it these is. things and. Um, I mean, really, it just seems stupid to yeah. not 
have I guess they just needed the infrastructure to do this? I don't I truly don't know. You want to know what's even more frustrating? I don't even think I don't even think you know this. Um what's even more frustrating is that for the last two and a half months, you can get your podcast on Spotify with no problem and no application process if you used one of their ten qualified Spotify hosts, which we don't use for our podcast. And so it's like in order to get on Spotify, like we would have to we'd be able to get on no problem. Them, but we have to change the entire back end of how we hosted the podcast um, and they would just let us on and I'm like I'm not doing that I'm sorry I'm sorry but like that is such an insane amount of work um, just to get it on Spotify and I was like oh so I would email them again and I'd be like hey like you really should let us on there like hey this is stupid <laughs> this is stupid idiot. we have high quality content and oh, the highest of quality. Exactly, exactly. And people want to hear it, and they want to hear it on Spotify. So, but no, but Kevin, Kevin managed to pull some strings, and now it's open to everybody. And so, if you guys are Spotify users, and Shenantics is the only podcast you listen to, well, now... <laughs> it shouldn't be. By the <laughs> way, be, yeah, right. <laughs> if it is, because you are grossly <laughs> underserving yourself. <laughs> let us inform you of some other ones you might want to listen to. But in the meantime. Go ahead, hop on over to Spotify and start following the podcast there so you can get notified of new new episodes um, as they go live, I think. I don't know. I really don't know how Spotify podcast works. I've never used it before. so I haven't even looked us up on Spotify yet. Oh, I have. I, I'm following us. I'm following the... Uh, oh, you're following us. Oh. Yeah. So we... Uh... It's uh, it's exciting. It is. It is kind of actually cool to like search Shenantics and Spotify oh, and wow. see it like pop up like next to like the you know the all time greats like uh, Lady Gaga. It's like like it's Lady like, Gaga. It's like, it's like Lady Gaga. She has a Kesha, podcast. Shenantics. <laughs> those three. Lady, that is the specific order of. <laughs> that is that is my Spotify library to a T. <laughs> like, I'm gonna. So this is something I had a question about, which yeah. I, you have don't know the answer to because, well, you know nothing about Spotify <laughs> podcast. Yes. But I was wondering, you yeah. know, if we play it, does this account for things in our Discover Weekly, or is the podcast section completely separate? Ooh, I don't know. I think it's completely separate, but I do think, like for example, if you go into the iTunes store and you search for Shenantics, it will show others quote unquote similar podcasts. And the, for me at least the similar podcasts are other podcasts that I like. And so my guess is that it takes like our user base, including you and me. And it says these people subscribe to X podcast, including Shenantics. And so we are going to assume they're related. Um, and so I think uh-huh. it's going to happen with Spotify too, where um, they're, recommendation algorithm might be start pairing us up with other podcasts depending on what people subscribe to ah so really all the shenantics fanatics out there should just subscribe to two podcasts this american life and shenantics and eventually we'll be recommended one day alongside this american life a very very long time from now (laughs) very long time when me and i'm caller maybe in our 60s we'll be the new era glass Yes, we will. We will be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how. This is our grand. This is our grand plan on how we. This is the how huge plan, this. really. It's the only reason we do this. It is. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> so that we could be hourglass one day. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's uh, well, I got. We got. We got. 
We got dreams. We got big dreams. You know what though? We we are an early adopter of podcasts. Okay, we are of makers yeah, are. at least. You know. Yeah. Yes. So maybe one day we will get an award for this podcast. God, I would. I'm kind of scared if that day ever shows up. Could you imagine? I feel like I feel like the way like the reason why I'm terrified that we ever get a reward like an, an award for like this podcast is that like you're gonna see like the little like stump things about like the good things people see about us and I'm just gonna see all the reaction gifts for like when we forget to post an episode <laughs> like, like all the tweet replies to it of just like shaking their head like no. like really really these guys made the cut I don't know we I, you know no yeah no <laughs> it's gonna be I don't think we would be we would be at the table. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be we'll be like like in the hallway, like somewhere. Damn it! <laughs> It'll be great. We'll, be, we'll we'll record a live episode of Shenantics at the awards ceremony, and it's gonna be awesome. So that, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be oh, cool. I can't wait to be in the uh, the the podcast ox oxers Oscars section. Uh, oxers. That might be actually what it's called. It's called the Oxers. <laughs> Welcome to the Oxers. <laughs> We should start oh. in a podcast award ceremony now called the Oxers. We should. Ooh, I like that actually. I kind of like it has a huge idea. ox on the top of the award. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why? Who? Who knows? Who, who cares? cares? <laughs> yeah, it's an award. Oh my gosh, that'd be great. That'd be great. But we what? also had other big news. We did. We did. That happened. Yes. And I think. I think we should. We should. We should give it some context for a second. Yes. Yeah, lay it on us. So let me do one thing, which Mm -hmm. I never do, by the way, and Mm -hmm. sign into the Shenantics podcast email account. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You guys know it's a big day with Skanky's reading the Shenantics email. (laughs) Oh, no. It didn't save the password. What is it? It's okay. I got it. We're good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is actually a password that Mcold does not have still. So this I don't funny. have this one. I got. I, I managed to pry the Twitter one out of Skanky's cold dead hands. All right. And, uh, yeah, that's actually true. You did. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So we had we got an email the other day. Okay. Which is what prompted this whole thing. It was twelve days ago specifically mm-hmm. from a very nice woman named Flavia. Okay, and Flavia sent us an email here. Uh, she's a long-time listener, by the way. Yes. Well, a long-time listener. Huge she said, fan. hi. <clears throat> hi. Our company sells the donate domain name shenantics.com for $480. We thought your company might take an interest in buying it because the domain name is easy to remember, and it is a great name for your business. Would you be interested in buying it? Regards, <laughs> Flavia. Thanks, Flavia, for your really beautiful email, because it prompted a search. And then Skanky said, yes, here's $400. Yes, that's exactly what I actually said. You know what? Give it to me for $500 because I love you, Flop. It is so good that I feel like I owe you more money for this great <laughs> pleasure. Okay, but I kind of lied because this wasn't the email that prompted the search. No. Because, you know, you get these emails sometimes, right? Yeah. And you just ignore them mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. But Flavia went the extra mile. Oh, shit. Okay. She emailed me again the next day. Wow. Hi. Hope you're doing well. I just wanted to check if you received my email. Are you interested in this domain name? And then you said? 
Nothing. I didn't respond. I was going to respond, but I didn't because I didn't want to be mean. I like how, I like how Skanky doesn't want to be mean, but he just straight up ghosted Flavia. Sorry. I, I, I never ghosted her because I never responded to her. That's what count. ghosting is. No, it isn't. Ghosting is when you're responding to someone, you're talking to them a lot, and then you stop. Yeah, okay, that's true. There's a difference. Yeah, you can't right. ghost someone you never talked to. I think you're right on that one. I think you're right on that one. Maybe. Maybe. Either anyway, way. Either way. I was going to respond to Flavia mm-hmm. and give her an offer. Okay. You know, I was going to say, hey, best, best I could do is $40, you know? Something yeah. completely out there for her. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't email her because I wanted to check with Mcall. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Do we, do we even have this was it is it taken like what's going on no no i think i think that your uh your exact message to me was uh-huh. when we first started the podcast shenantics.com was available right <laughs> like it's like yeah yeah, well, yeah. domain was, see... was available and we just said like fuck it we're so cool we're gonna go with some other domain name <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know maybe <laughs> See, my thing was, I was scared yeah. that she was, I was, she was, I was going to give her an offer. She was going to buy the domain name, which is mm-hmm. probably their business model, right? Yeah. They go buy the domain and then resell it to you for a higher price. Mm-hmm. So I emailed you wanting to know if it was available when we originally did it, because I thought it was available, but we just decided not to use .com. Yeah. And when you sent me that message, the first thing I did is I went and searched for shenantics.com and I bought that fucking domain name for $15. <laughs> so Flavia, go fuck yourself. <laughs> whoa. Sorry. Whoa, that might have been a little much. That is not how we talk I'm to sorry. a fan. That I'm sorry. She's a long time fan of the podcast. She's <laughs> a long time listener of Shenantics. Can we name can we, can we can we name this podcast? Can we please title this podcast Go Fuck Yourself Love? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like how like the, the week that we get onto Spotify, we are titling one of our podcasts Go Fuck Yourself Flavia. Do they censor it? I don't know. If they I don't do. think so. I can't imagine they do. Wait, is I our really... podcast explicit on Spotify? Oh, it better be. I mark all the episodes <laughs> as explicit. Oh, okay, good. I, but the thing is, I have to affirmatively check each episode as explicit. And I'm always where I'm going to forget one. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's 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 terrifying. Especially because yeah, we have so many episodes. By the way, because we're we're very passionate. We are we are very passionate. We we are, we we're in this episode ninety. We've actually been doing pretty good. This is ninety. Yeah, this is this is episode ninety. So, H Christ, wow, there, I found it. We're on Spotify still. They haven't taken us down. Yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. It doesn't actually say that we're explicit, so. Oh. Hmm. Well, you checked it, so it's on them. It's I a whole new have... system on Spotify. They're still figuring it out. But yeah, anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, we're veering off topic here. Oh, yeah. We have yeah. shenantics.com, right? Yes. We have sh- but, but, you know, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 but 
you know, we had some complaints from yeah. some anonymous whistleblowers out there <laughs> who were sad to see the dot rocks domain name go away. Mm-hmm. But M. Cole, can you explain to the people why that's not happening? Uh, because we rock, first of all. Um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's there's many reasons why the dot rocks is going to be here forever. Uh, the first one is because we fucking rock. Um, the yeah. second reason is is because the dot com just forwards to the dot rocks, and the third reason is I am way too lazy to redo all of our URL stuff <laughs> under the dot com instead of the dot rocks. So I took the cheapest, shortest method I possibly could so that the dot com points to the dot rocks, and I'm not changing anything else about it i also think that it gives us some character right not everyone out there has the uh has a has a nice unique domain name like we do so yeah it's, yeah right? yeah we actually Honestly, we, we it, did, it, it's for everybody everyone's happy with this it is and it took us a while to figure that one out because when we first were looking at it and dot com wasn't available we were going through all the different domain things and we're like does like shenantics.ninja work for us or do we do like <laughs> shenantics.limo or xyz like we went through a lot and we really settled on the one that we felt embodied us completely and i think yeah I think we nailed it so i like the shenantics.rocks i think it's I do fun. too i really i really do like probably it's more cheesy than it is. You know? yeah. I don't like the dot XYZ because that that's kind of like, whoa, like you really don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, <right>. But like, <laughs> at least with the dot rocks, like what other websites have dot rocks? I don't, I don't actually, I don't think I know of any. Yeah. The only other one, there's on, the only other domain name that I think that we could have gone with instead of dot rocks is the shenantics.biz. Oh, yeah. That's no, the thanks. only one, but not nearly as cool. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. So, but no, but it was, so it was a big week. We got we got a lot of stuff done behind the scenes, and by we, oh, I mean yeah. Kevin. Kevin did a lot of shit. This and by Kevin, Ke- by Kevin, we mean M. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I literally, I said, I said, uh, I said, Skanky just uh, random ass like links and messages like with very little context throughout the week. Yeah, and one of them was literally just. Spotify, it's like an article about the Spotify and podcast. I say, finally, and then just went ahead and fucking did it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not waiting. <laughs> the, the most I did the, for this was I Venmoed M. Cole half the money for the, for the domain name. <laughs> Literally the only thing I did. <laughs> I will say that Skanky was a good guy because he Venmoed half of Flavia's amount. So I got like $200. It was great. Yeah, yeah. By the so, way, I need some of that back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. good. Like, Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, how much is it? I was like, well, how much did Flavio offer us for? <laughs> because we probably paid about that much. Don't worry. Don't hey, worry. maybe it'd be fun to email Flavia now and then be like, hey, we actually own this now. So <laughs> Yo, do you want to buy it? Can we go back to with our exact same pitch that there's this great, very memorable domain name, <laughs> shenantics.com. We will we sell to you for six hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I we think, think it would be good for your business. <laughs> yes. We think you'd really like this. So you could try and sell it to some other people. Don't worry. It'll be it's perfect. Oh, uh, we don't so. know who, who Flavia knows. She could know some mean people. She, she might. She might. I don't I don't you know. think we should we should probably not engage with Flavia anymore. Should we not have used her real name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, sorry. So mm-hmm. <laughs> now we wonder why no one ever emails Shenantics email anymore. <laughs> because we just roast them. 
Yes. They're like, excuse me, I uh, I have a problem with episode 85. And you're like, oh, I cannot wait to talk about this <laughs> one. <laughs> this guy. This is going to be great. So. Yeah, it's fine. Oh my gosh, but uh, but Skanky, I sent you um, I sent you another link right before the entire Spotify thing went down. Yes, um, yes, and I can truly, honestly tell you that I've had nonstop nightmares about this since I sent it to you. Nightmares, nightmares. Have you watched the video before I start describing what it is? <sighs> um, you know, I would love to say that I did. But um, you should watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Okay, yeah, it's creepy. That's it's just weird. Creepy as fuck. All right, so while you watch that, it, oh yeah. god, it's like stroking his <laughs> wrist. Out of context, this sounds. Oh, that one looks right. lifelike. That one looks lifelike. I would go as far as saying that looks phallic in nature. <laughs> I showed us some of these that it looked like a penis. <laughs> like, like, they didn't even just say phallic. They said, why would Straight you up, do that? That looks like a dick. That looks like a dick. <laughs> we're totally not going to be kicked off Spotify. I know, right? Like, this is ridiculous. This is so, now we're just pushing the boundaries. But it was, it was, the, the, the it, it's, it's horrifying. Have you seen the one where it tries to pull itself across the table? Why? Why? Okay, so, no. right, so we should probably give a little bit of context right now. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, and it is this video of a robotic finger attachment for your smartphone. Um, and it is truly horrifying. It's uh in the video. It's like this black mechanical like like index finger. It's got like the two joints to it and it kind of plugs into the bottom of the phone. It's just like the we I think part of the thing that really just upsets me about it, and I know this is just me being weird, but like it literally just kind of stuck on there. Like it doesn't it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. It looks like and it doesn't even look like it does anything. It gives us human contact with robots. Right? It does anyways but it's I'm just already holding finger. my phone. It's the same thing. It's just one finger, and so when you're holding your phone, it'll, like, wrap around the back, and it'll, like, rub the back of your hand. Uh-huh. Like, or <laughs> or, uh, why? Like, it just, or uh, caress no. your wrist. Um, and there's one part where, like, and, uh, it tries to sell it, like, on practical applications. It'd be like, if you have a notification and sitting on the table, the finger will tap the table. It's like, or it can fucking just vibrate. <laughs> like, it doesn't... Oh. Why do I need this? But the one that the one that is literally giving me nightmares is um there is one where like the finger is like pulling the phone across the surface to you, and um there was this there's an article in the AV Club and they said the exact same thing I was thinking of like I just had like this image of like the phone like pulling itself like up my body <laughs> like oh, I need more attention pay no, Candy Crush <laughs> yeah so oh gosh so I think I'm gonna buy one. For why? I don't know. Like what? How much is it? I don't know. Is even? I don't even. I don't even know. Can if it's you even for buy it? Sale or if it's a like, or if it's like, or if it's like a thesis type thing. This they're calling it a project. I think it's a, yeah. on his website. Mark Tasier. Have you seen the one with the cat? No. They have, they have one where the like the 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 phallic 
phalange thingy is um it's it's got fur like a cat and you could pet the cat on the screen and the furry little finger moves back and forth oh i see it no <laughs> hard no on that one but oh my god yeah gosh. this is weird man i don't think you can buy this thing i don't think so either which is um, kind of it's a little bit that's a little sad and I mean, honestly, like I'm really glad that you can't buy this thing, mm-hmm. because, um, just no thanks, you know. I don't need like some random finger like stroking my hand. Yeah, I don't. Looks like human skin. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a hard no from me. I'm curious if anyone out there would actually want one of these. And if you want one, okay, you know, better yet, better yet, not do you or do you not want one? You get one from someone you very, like, you care about a lot, right? Imagine the person in the world that you care about the most, right? Whether it's a family member, significant other, a best friend, um, just, like, someone that, like, you would pretty much do anything for. And they're super excited, like, it's either, like, your birthday or it's a holiday or something, and they got you a present, and they're so happy, and they're so excited because they think they got you the perfect thing. And then you unwrap it, and it's this fucking finger nightmare. And you're like, I can't let them down, right? Like, they're one of the most important people to me in the entire world. And so, like, I got to come up with a reason of why I like this thing and why I will use it and all that kind of stuff. What in the world would you tell them? That you're a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, like I was kidding, like, <laughs> screw that friendship or relationship. Like, it's over. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing, man? Like, if I've ever seen a deal breaker, it's this. <laughs> like, dude, what the hell is this thing? Oh, my God. It also, like, just is in the way. <laughs> it is, as it just, like, sticks off the bottom. Like, why? I just don't. Who out there is actually wanting? All I ever see are people wanting to get rid of their phones and shit. That's true. Why do pe- why do people actually want this sort of interaction? That is that is kind of interesting, I would say. Um you know what it kind of reminds me of a little bit? Um a failed feature of the Apple Watch when it first released was they kind of took the the haptic feedback of it where it can like tap you on the wrist and they integrated it into a watch only messaging system and so two people with watches they can like tap on each other's wrists to each that. other yeah and then with, they could they don't or, have that anymore they do but it's buried in messages now right it used to literally be the the apple watch for the guys that aren't all that familiar only has two buttons on it right and one button goes to the app menu your home menu that shows all your apps and then the other one it now goes to the dock which shows like your most used apps but back in the day with the first release that side button one of only two buttons on the device went into this communication thing that wasn't even messages or wasn't any like text message im type thing it was literally a watch to watch messaging system um that they thought was important enough that they were going to dedicate one of the two buttons on the device for um and so it's much different now where it's kind of like a part of the um, iMessage system where before it used to be very, very prominent and they kind of, it was a selling feature of like, uh, like the original video of the original Apple watch. Like they kind of like put forward that, you know, so many people are going to get it and communicate this way and stuff like that. And some of it was cool, but ultimately like it wasn't really all that kind of 
useful, right? Like it didn't really do anything. And like the ideas of what they said that it could do and like, oh, it an increased connection between people. Like it didn't do that. And the same thing is like, if you pitch that this would do it that way, that this weird little robotic finger, I don't think it would It'd be creepy, right? Like I don't want someone to caress me through a phone. Like that seems yeah. weird to me. But I think one of the problems with the Apple Watch, though, was the way they marketed it early on Mm -hmm. was that it was going to be your, you know, this all in one device that was going to, you know, be an it's going to be something that you in lieu of your phone. You know, Mm -hmm. this is going to be your device to talk to people, to text people, to do everything on. Mm -hmm. Like I remember the original commercial for the Apple Watch was when they had um, they were using the Star Trek stuff. Yeah, with yeah. the with the watch from Star Trek, I remember that, and uh, they were kind of pitching that whole thing. But when you actually do get an Apple Watch, like you don't do that stuff with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no, at least true. me, like you don't text people on your Apple Watch because it takes you longer to send a message that's not just okay mm-hmm. um, than you taking out your phone and actually typing out your message. Yeah, no, I agree. It's more of just like a bundle of your notifications to get. Yeah. And look at quickly and to yeah. check the time, which it also does tell. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's mostly, <laughs> and they've started to refine that for the current, like as they've moved on with the more recent watch OS releases, they've started to kind of whittle it down and refine their messaging to that. Um, yeah. Where they're kind of saying like, what is it? It's notifications and it's fitness and telling the time. Like, there you go. That's all this thing does. Um, and I feel like, especially the uh, when they first pitched the Apple Watch, they were, it really felt like they were trying to um, kind of channel what Steve Jobs had done with the original iPhone. Because when he pitched the original iPhone, he pitched it as like, three extraordinary devices it's a phone it's an ipod and um it as he said back in the day it's an internet communication device um and we kept like trying to like hit home that's these three things all in one device and so i think when they kind of released the watch they wanted to do a similar thing you know it's like oh it's these three important things all in one device and one of those like kind of you know stool legs is like was the communication type thing which kind of fell to the wayside yeah. so yeah well i guess yeah. more now maybe it's more of a communica- communication device yeah because now it, it's you know it's not it doesn't need to be tethered to your phone because mm-hmm. you can have your own service plan for it you yeah. know yeah but when it first released like the the first apple watch when they came out was very bare bones like it mm-hmm. really didn't have that much going on yeah no, that's true as with any apple device though yeah. iphone was the same way ipod like, uh-huh. I think people forget, like, the, the App Store didn't exist for a little while. So. Yeah, for the first year. Uh, <laughs> you the had, first like, iPhone four or five apps on your phone. <laughs> yeah, right? It was the exact thing. You had, yeah, you had, you had a couple apps, and they were all just the Apple ones, and you couldn't put anything else on there. So Unless yeah, you were uh, the cool kid who, like, jailbroke your iPod. Yeah, yeah. Back in but, the cool uh, days. Cool and like, yo, man, how'd you get those other apps? Yo, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know anyone that jailbreaks their devices anymore oh they do man they Big do. community it's a lot more difficult though back oh, in yeah? the day yeah 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 it's um so they have something now well back so it's just a different it's a whole different beast mm-hmm. jailbreaking um and right now they have things called untethered jailbreaks mm-hmm. 
uh, or sorry, tethered. It's a tethered jailbreak, which means that every time you reset or turn off your phone, you have to re, re jailbreak your phone. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, some people find it annoying, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're if you're really into it, like that's the that's the thing to do, you know. Yeah. Um, but the the cream of the crop is something called an untethered jailbreak, which is when you know you just always have the jailbreak, whether you turn off your phone or not. Mm-hmm. And those are harder to come by. But you know what kind of killed jailbreaking a little bit? What was Apple's bounty program? Oh, okay. And they pay you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those, you know, those Chinese developers, or you know, there's um, this Italian guy um, who does a lot of jailbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, they will find those bugs and those exploits, and they'll just turn it in for mm-hmm. you know fifty, a hundred grand. Yeah, because you know they don't make any money off the jailbreaks. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's interesting actually the whole jailbreaking community, like what happened to them and what they do. But people are yeah. still pretty passionate about that stuff. Yeah, no, that is that is kind of interesting. So, I feel like one thing that one thing that kind of I don't know I I feel I'm I'm kind of conflicted on it in two ways, and from someone that doesn't jailbreak his devices is on the one hand, whenever they're jailbreaking a device, they are exploiting a security vulnerability usually is that's how they're getting it to be jailbroken, right? Which is why, like you said, the Apple's bounty program kind of started to dry all that up because it was saying, we'll give you money for the security vulnerability instead of letting instead of you going out to release it as a way to, jail, way to jailbreak the phone, let's give mm-hmm. you money. Um, but on the flip side of it, like one thing that is kind of cool about that community and that like way of going after the software and hardware is that especially for like younger people it's kind of it's good to stroke their curiosity and then give them ways to kind of like poke around in things and like their desire to learn how things work and like really kind of just get into the nitty-gritty like part of it is kind of like it feels good, like that's a good thing to kind of you know, encourage in some younger people because those are the same people that as they get older are going to make breakthroughs in technology, I feel like. Um, It just, I mean, I think like even like the basic like kind of poking around that I did as a kid around software and stuff like that, like was hugely developmental into like the way I use technology now. And that was like small little itty bits compared to what other you know people and other kids are doing these days um and also if you look at like the way that a lot of the big like tech founders of big tech companies like what they did around like hacking into technology and kind of like making it their own like that was kind of formational for what they became later and so it's almost like you kind of want to encourage that on some aspect of like you know encourage kids to kind of explore through technology and encourage their like inquisitiveness and interest in it in various ways. So I don't know. So part of me kind of looks at it and it's like, yes, it's kind of good when people, uh, especially younger people want to go around and jailbreak and figure out how to jailbreak devices and all that kind of stuff. But then on the other flip side, I'm like, I'd rather have a secure device. I don't know if I want vulnerabilities out there just so that you can have an interest in technology. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing was, um, I think Apple, was personally not a fan of the bounty program for a while. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't they didn't do the bounties, which is why, you know, jailbreak like jailbroken stuff was it was happening a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But I think they finally changed their tune when they found out that like every other tech company ever does the same thing. Yeah. And like, why are you not doing it? Yeah. And I mean, it really stopped jailbreaking for a little bit besides maybe some very, um, you know, nice people who (laughs) do it out of the kindness of their heart Mm -hmm. to keep like the community alive, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I used to jailbreak a lot. I, I literally, I liked that stuff. Yeah. Back in the day. That was like fun to do. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, encouraging the youth of America. 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 I remember jailbreaking my iPod 1.1.3. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And that was the one you literally only had to go to jailbreakme.com. Oh my gosh. I remember that for a while. And just tap it and it would do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Back and you could downgrade day. back then too because I remember, you know, the software they they had released 1.1.1, 1.1.2 and 1.1.3 mm-hmm. and i think you know they, they didn't have a jailbreak for 1.1.3 yet they didn't mm-hmm. update the whatever it was the thing the website so people downgraded once they found out to 1.1.2 and you used to do it through itunes and all that stuff damn man tbt but that was man, those crazy. were fun times man those were fun times jailbreak back in the day back in the day that's when um do you know the, you know, I think a lot of people don't know, too, that Apple stole a lot of shit from jailbreaking. Oh, yeah, I could. Like, yeah. full applications, too. <laughs> Do you remember the, a lot of people used to play it. It was, like, Tap Tap Revolution, like the Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. Oh, my God, that feels like it was so long ago. Tap Tap Revolution was straight from a jailbreak. Like, it was a jailbroken app that you could download. No way, that's crazy. And yeah, they completely stole it for the App Store. Damn, that's crazy. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of nutty. But yeah. uh, the, you know, a lot of features also happen through jailbreaking. So yeah, yeah. You go, man, Glenn Coco. Yeah, it's it, what's cool though is like even like outside of like Apple and the iOS ecosystem is that there's such a rich history of people like kind of hacking their devices right like i mean how i remember original xbox days like installing like soldering on mod oh, chips the, the jtags <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like it's just i don't you, there's such like oh my god there's like so many like and you would see that with like uh like the first psp i mean how people do uh-huh. today with like the nintendo ds's like there's a huge amount of it in the in the video game world i feel like still um I saw a recent one where uh, Nintendo has recently come out with their online services, and part of it is that they um, they are really if you pay for Apple or not Apple for Nintendo's online services, you get access to a library of classic NES games. Um, mm-hmm. And someone had you know kind of hacked into the OS and was realized that like it was just a straight up emulator and that you can actually load up other ROMs and play it off of Nintendo's own emulator on the Nintendo oh, Switch. Shit. Um so you just get I mean you get cool interesting stuff like that. But part of the problem is that with more and more of the stuff connected to online services, it's easier for them to be like punish you for it right like oh i did this and yeah. like oh yeah you no longer have access to xbox live like it's sorry <laughs> like but which, well they used which, to ban a lot of people for jtags and stuff on yeah. xbox yeah and so like that part that part kind of sucks but it's just it's kind of it's cool to see that you know people are still out there kind of exploring and experimenting with that in various realms i, I think it is really cool i i enjoy that stuff mm-hmm. 
Um, what was I going to say though? Like I remember I did the PSP stuff. I think we talked about that before too, like with all the PSP things and I used to do all whatever they used to do that shit. But, um, you know, J tagging was kind of crazy and it's still like a lot of people had them like mm-hmm. the J tag Xboxes, but they're really hard <laughs> like mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Like you actually have to know shit. And I was always surprised to find like, I mean, when I used to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, mm-hmm. um, you know, used to get into hacked lobbies all the time on Xbox. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people used to like, you know, give you, you know, 10th prestige and stuff and, you know, do all this stuff and like speeding around and crap. Um, but like to jailbreak stuff was, it was hard. Yeah. I was yeah. actually surprised by the number of people that actually, because you had to have a very specific Xbox too to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Crazy. It's, in, it's interesting. It is interesting. It is really cool. It's a, uh, I don't know. I feel like, and I feel like one thing I think that gets me about that is that that is a very like rich part of like our tech history that doesn't really seem like it, it seems like it kind of gets forgotten, right? Like we, we focus a lot on what happens in like the mainstream and the progress that's made forward there. But like, there's all this kind of like cool, interesting stuff that happens on the fringes that kind of just gets left behind. Like it would be really cool if someone kind of like, and maybe they have, and I just don't know what it is. And maybe I'm going to look after this podcast, but it'd be cool for someone to like write a book about just like, the shit that goes down outside, like in all these various different communities um, around like jailbreaking and hacking into devices kind of against what the wishes of the manufacturers are. Um, We heard, we hear about this all the time with the, you know, the upcoming PCs in the, you know, eighties and nineties, like about all the things that would happen there, but like all that kind of fed into what the mainstream was. Right. And then it felt like after like 95 and later, anything kind of happened in the fringes, like as it got patched out or kind of got left behind, like people would forget about it. Right. And it's just like, there's, there's tons of cool stories about, you know, people that did that and also the communities that formed around it. Right. A lot of people that, you know, met their friends on message boards while they tried to accomplish various tasks and, you know, kind of do things that wasn't officially approved. Um, I don't know. There's kind of a, there's kind of a nice rebellious feel to it and stories there that we don't necessarily have to this day. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I so like I'm going to wire to write dude. an article for about that. Oh, definitely. That'd be cool. You know about um, Super Nintendo reproductions? Mm-mm. So back in the day, I was looking for... Um, so I wanted to get Harvest Moon for Super Nintendo mm-hmm. because it's kind of like a rare find uh, because it wasn't out on Super Nintendo for very long. Uh, it, it, it came out for N64 right after one afterwards and that's the one that a lot of people play mm-hmm. but i wanted to play it on super nintendo because i'm just a nerd and i wanted to try it on super nintendo yeah because uh, I, th- I think it looks cooler like the art style is cooler mm-hmm. uh, but it, it wasn't out for very long so they're very expensive the um, super nintendo cartridges but i found some really really cheap ones mm-hmm. on ebay like ten dollars twenty dollars compared to like the 300 to 400 dollar uh, original ones mm-hmm. and I was like looking into these like why are these so cheap like wh- how do how do they get these so cheap so I found out that these are 
reproduction Super Nintendo games that people make. So they take a board, they buy like the the actual cartridge itself, mm-hmm. and they will just write the ROM of the game to the to the board, put it into the the cartridge, make sure the save features works, and then it's they have a game. That's and they cool. sell them. That is really cool, actually. It's kind of interesting for for you know something that is not really around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a difficult thing to get yeah. that people you know try to do these things to. Uh, it's actually it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. cool. It, and yeah. what's I mean, and what is what I don't. Part of the thing that I the romantic image I have of it is that that is. It's, it's, I kind of love seeing what people's hobbies are, right? Like the things that they're interested in, things that they go to lengths to do, um, especially when it doesn't line up with what I do in my normal day, but it is like super related to the things that I also find interesting, right? Like I find yeah. everything about that interesting, but n- never in my life would I have gone to the steps to learn how to do that or actually done that, right? But I'm like, I so appreciate like that there's someone out there like that. That's what they like. That's what their thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, that, that's so cool to me, but I don't know. Very cool. Hobbies are cool, man. Hobbies are cool. Hobbies are really cool. I like hobbies. Hobbies, hobbies, hobbies. Speaking of hobbies, do you know what I did today? You biked. I biked my fucking butt off. Oh my gosh, skate. <laughs> we can't say the word ass on this podcast. <laughs> By the way, look at the title of this one. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my gosh. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown because I tell you it was a really, really cool day um, for me. So I, I had read an article in the Chicago Reader back in June about... Um, biking down to Northwest Indiana for because they have a whole bunch of breweries down there. And the, the big main attra- attraction is the Three Floyds Brewery. Um, and so, like, back in June is when I was, you know, a few months into getting into biking. And I was like, oh, that'd be, like, a really cool trip. But it's a really freaking long trip from Chicago. It's, a, it's like, easily, like, a 20, 30-mile bike ride. And I'm like, I just yeah. can't go hop on my bike and go do that this weekend. Like, I don't have anywhere near what the endurance is. Um, and so I spent all summer trying to find anyone that would want to go do this with me. And so I found two of my friends. And so we planned for like October, AKA today to go take this bike ride down. And like, like I said, literally months in the planning. Um, and I bike to work every day. So I was like, I wasn't too worried. And so the other guys, they started biking like to work or whenever they can fit in rides to try and build up their endurance. So we can go do that. And so we go do it today. And there's all from the beginning, it was, it was kind of a clusterfuck. Oh, um, no. It really was. First of all, in Chicago, it was 60 degrees and raining. <laughs> and it's like, we're Not about a to... a good sign. Yeah, right? We're about to go on like a 30-mile like, uh, like bike ride. It's going to take us like three hours, and it's like freaking raining outside. It's like, all right, that's great. Um, second of all, the Chicago Marathon's going on today, so we can't go on certain streets because they're blocked off for the marathon. And so it's like, that takes up a good portion of the... The city and we just need to get to the lake because once we get to the lake we can take that trail all the way south but it's like we couldn't get there because everything's blocked off by the chicago marathon so i was like all right this is just like one giant pain in the ass like we just literally picked the worst day to do this damn thing um <laughs> so, so like it's like it's like eight o'clock in the morning it's like all right this is already off to a very bad start um yeah and we meet up and like the we 
literally, I kid you not, all three of us meet up, we get on the road, and maybe like three or four pedals in, and one of the guys gets a flat tire. And it's just like, nothing about this is going to go right. Um, And so we kind of patch his tire, and so I was like, all right, now I can finally freaking go. Um, But it kind of turned into something cool like all these kind of things worked into something else in the sense that the marathon didn't pose a problem because we crossed late in the mar- like late in the the uh, route so that there wasn't uh-huh. really any racers there um so we were able to cross over and right when we're about to get to the lake um the one last part that we're crossing which is right near the finish line as we get to it um the first runner that's going to finish is passing us. And so it was kind of cool that like we got to sit there. Like it just happened to be timing wise that like we roll up on our bikes as the first four finishers are, you know, running by to finish the marathon at like at two hours, like 26 point some miles. And it's like only taking them like two hours and some minutes to do. It's like, holy shit. Wow. Um, And so like, that was kind of crazy. And then we, continue out to the lake and we're taking the trail down and then we're like you know after you ride in the rain for a while like it doesn't matter because you're already soaked head to toe right you're like sure keep raining i don't care but a nice thing about that is no one else is out on the trail like it's just the three of us because no one else is stupid enough to go ride out like when it's pouring rain so we're like we're riding next to lake michigan it's got giant waves and it's like the waves are crashing up over us and like next to us like not so much that it's like dangerous it's gonna pull us in but it's like we're biking by and like these giant waves next to us and like we're the only ones out there it's just it's really kind of cool that's cool Um, and it's like 60 degrees so it's like kind of like nice and like uh like after you've been biking for a while it's like got this kind of uh you know you're not super hot because it's not that warm outside um we bike all the way down we bike get into indiana we're going to places that we've never been before we're on this random trail like on the southeast side of like lake michigan that like it's I don't even know exists. It goes like behind a casino and all this kind of stuff, like over to this brewery. So it was just, it was this nice, cool little thing. The first leg of it was 20 miles and it took us two hours and 10 minutes to get from where we started to the brewery. And just so you kind of get this in perspective, the marathon runner that we saw finish, they ran 26 miles in less time than it took us to bike. 20 miles so it's uh we kind of we kind of felt a little shitty about that one um (laughs) which was which was kind of like all right that that really just puts our athletics uh, athleticism in perspective um Uh, i mean it's for fun though it is for fun exactly we could have we could have burned ourselves out but like it was you know take a nice leisurely pace but um but no so we go we take 20 miles to the first brewery we have a beer there we have some like appetizers then we have to go like another 10 miles to the next brewery um so we hit, end up hitting three breweries. There was like a point where we're like, there's this trail where there used to be a railroad track. And so like, you're kind of biking down there and like next to you is this like completely overgrown railroad tracks. Like, like I don't think the thing's been touched like since I've been alive. Like there's little like giant trees up in it and stuff. And it, it just looked really, really cool. Like in this like overcast misty day. Yeah. Um, hit three breweries and we end up taking the train back overall. I think we did like 43 miles, um, a little bit nice, over four man. hours on our bikes. It was, it was really freaking cool. It was a really, really and how cool many, thing. how many, how long, how long did it take you overall? 
Um, let's see. We left. It was probably, I'd say probably 12, 11 hours. I think I left my house at eight o'clock this morning and I was back in my house a little bit before seven. So overall, the entire trip was 11 hours. The biking portion of it was a little over four hours on our bikes. So huh. it was it was fun. It was really, really cool. It was it turned out much better than I thought it was gonna be. But like by the end of it, when I got onto that train and like locked my bike into the thing and sat in the seat, I'm like, I don't want to move ever again. I'm done. <laughs> and we're done. Bring me Are you home. gonna bike to work tomorrow? I think I'm going to. I'm just <laughs> Oh, he's addicted. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I the problem is like if my legs like really can't move, then I I have to take the train. Um but I'm at the point now that I that's just how I get to work, right? Like I don't even think about it. Like when I get up and like go to leave for the office, like it doesn't even cross my mind which way I'm going to get to work. Like no, I just take my bike, um, regardless of what the weather's like. So it's like, oh, if it's raining, I'll put my raincoat on, and then we're going to take the bike. But like it doesn't really cross my mind, and so I'm assuming the same thing's going to happen tomorrow, unless I literally can't walk, right? Like I'll get up yeah. and I'll just go down, I'll grab my bike, and off we go. Um, so we'll we'll see. But yeah, no, I'm freaking addicted. I so totally am. I'm building a brand new bike um, that I started this past week on Thursday. So I'm uh, I'm fully in. I'm fully in. Talk about hobbies. Like, Jesus, I can't can't get enough of this damn thing. So. Nice, man. I'm happy hey. for you. Well, thank you, Skinky. I'm a happy boy. <laughs> Thanks. So, but yeah, that no, was fun. It was, it was a good day. It was a good day. I'm a, like I'm terribly exhausted, but it was fun. That's fine. So. Yeah, it was good. It's it's good to be exhausted. All right, you means you means you did something. All it's right, right. It's right. I burned like eighteen hundred calories. That's like, great. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's fantastic. As long as you replenish, lots you of a lot of water. That, that's what the beer is for. Oh God, dude. You're probably so dehydrated from that beer. I probably too. am. Realistically, I've been chugging water since I got home because I was thinking uh, the same thing. I'm probably super dehydrated. You need like a lot of water going on right <laughs> exactly. now. Exactly. From all the biking. So I'm just like breathing out and it's like perspiring all the fluids in my body. And all I replaced it with all day long was beer. So yeah, we got to fix that. Terrible. You got to fix that, man. That's you got to drink some water. I'm going to chug water. It's going to be great. Very important great. for you. Got to be yeah. healthy. Yes, yes. So, but yeah. So, when you come visit Chicago, if you if you're interested, we can do an insanely long bike ride down to Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. All right, bud. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't can't wait. Can't wait. That I'm should excited. be that should be great. Oh my gosh. So skanky. Yeah, sir. Is the food finished time? It is, sir. <sighs> all right. All right. I have I have a double one for you today. Oh, a double two times. And one of them's kind of a throwback. Okay, a little bit of TBT action on Sunday. Bit, it, it's a big TBT day for us. Um, so do you remember you and I we have this amazing idea for a food truck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me and Skanky want to we want to create a the salad food truck right you can yes. come up and order the salad um and for whatever reason i was thinking about that today but the main question i have for you regarding that is nothing with the food truck or our business because you and i have our business plan all worked out we got this me and you me and flavia are just gonna we're gonna negotiate this <laughs> don't you deal. bring her into this <laughs> but i'm curious though when what what are some of the things 
like your most important things to put in a salad, right? If Skanky is making his ideal salad, what are like the top like one, two or three ingredients that you really want to make sure is in there? Great question. Great, great question. I'm a kale guy. Okay. Right. I like kale. Kale's good. Can I just build you a good salad that I yeah, like? Yeah, build me a good salad. All right. Build me a good we got, salad. We got kale. All right. Okay. We got some... Um, actually, I'm just going to read off to you my sweet green order so that, <laughs> yes. um, you know, we just kind of get this out of the way so I could tell you, you know, and I don't have to try to guess what it is. Um, I if this. I can find the application. Where, oh, there it is. It's on my home screen. Um <laughs> that important (laughs) i used to go a lot more often not so much anymore but you know i like me some uh okay here we go shredded kale okay quinoa all right toasted almonds apples chickpeas roasted chicken hard-boiled egg Mm -hmm. balsamic vinaigrette Okay, the the apples and the balsamic vinaigrette seems so weird to me. Like, no. That seems like a weird combo. With goat cheese, by the way. No. Okay. It is not weird. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Yes, all right? tell me why. All right, bud? Yeah, later. Because it tastes delicious. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not weird. Why? Because it's not. <laughs> like, exactly. It's, exactly. It tastes good. Oh What's God. throwing you off with the apples? It's sweet. I don't know. I feel like I feel like for whatever reason, I have a hard time pairing apples into other foods. Like I every once in a while, like if I, I venture out, um what is it, Hannah's Bretzel? They have this like sandwich that has like Who's Hannah? You've never heard of Hannah's Bretzel? I have no idea what that is. Are you serious? Is no, that, I don't that, know. Is that a Chicago thing? That can't be a Chicago thing. <laughs> well, how do you spell this? I, I'm, I'm trying to Google it now. It's Hannah's like Hannah's like, Bretzel. That sounds like a like a I don't know like a bad novel about something. Hannah's Bretzel. B R E T Z E L. That sandwich looks really good. Okay, um, first of all, they have this bread that's pretzel bread, and it's so incredibly oh, good. Dude, I love pretzel bread. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But no, what is the one I, I, I usually get? It's something Wisconsin, if I remember correctly. Oh, oh. this is a Chicago-only place, yeah, bud. Right here. It is? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So the, the only pl- locations are in Chicago. Okay, so it is a Chicago place. Who knew? Um, so the one that I've gotten a few times is the Plainville farms smoked turkey plus wisconsin cheddar and so on it is uh plainville farms antibiotic and growth hormone free smoked turkey so no i like i like to add the hormones please okay so for skanky we'll keep the hormones in so it's smoked turkey wisconsin farmhouse (laughs) cheddar fresh organic apple crisps organic mixed greens and house made roast roasted pepper aioli and our freshly baked organic bretzel baguette um and <laughs> bretzel baguette <laughs> and so like this one i ordered it once and i was because i was like i don't know they all seem weird to me i ordered this one i'll pick the apples off and then i got it, i'm like i just i have to eat it with the apples right like that's just that seems yeah. rude and so i did it and i liked it and i i thought it was good but it's not something i would have ever thought to do like on my own and still wouldn't do on my own right i don't think i would ever I make or purposely order a sandwich that didn't already have apples on it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why 
I don't disagree with the apples and vinaigrette with that you're talking about, but like, I don't think I ever would have thought of that on my own. Got it. Yeah, we should get Hannah's pretzel sometime. I love how this website tells you the exact percentage organic the sandwich is. <laughs> it's true. Like, the Oktoberfest sandwich is 36.2% organic. Like, what, <laughs> what, is, what is going on here? Oh, yes. Yeah, no, it's it's an interesting place. It's an interesting they only have place. one thing on the menu that's 100% organic, and that is plain bread. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. The, the seasonal fresh fruit cup is even organic. God, that's so funny. Or, oh, and the organic or, traditional Swabian bretzel. Oh, but the organic Belgian chocolate brownies are 100% organic. Oh, there the we go. The organic chocolate chip cookie is only 98.5% organic. Oh, not having oh. it. It's got to be 100. Oh, it's got to be 100. Skanky cannot have the cookies. No, thank you. What are you putting in your salad, M. Cole? Um, so I'm, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. But there's one thing I noticed on yours, which I'll get to in a second, about what I think is a key ingredient for salads. Um, but for my salad, I, I really like spinach. Um, so I'm, I'm a big spinach guy. But I like, love spinach, too. I, I really do. It's so good. Um, every once in a while, I go with the romaine or do like a mix of the romaine plus, plus spinach. Um, but I'm really a big spinach guy. I throw a spinach on there. Um, and I kind of go simple. That's kind of turned into like a Southwest type salad. I go, I throw some black beans on there. I throw some cheese on there. Um, I throw some Southwest chicken on there. And the key ingredient, in my opinion, is I feel like all salads need to have egg in it. Um, mm. I just, I, I have a hard time having salad without egg because it just it adds something to it it adds like it's, it's something that brings it together it must be like the umami or something about it but like just i don't know there's i love having eggs in my salad uh i just i don't it, it feels like it's a key ingredient for me now like when i make salads at home always have hard-boiled eggs that chop up and throw in there yeah so, i like that i like that stuff yeah and I, i'm a I, and if i'm going with that salad i usually have like a little bit of ranch with it um sometimes i might mix up a little bit else and like maybe take out the black beans and throw some uh caesar dressing in there but um i don't know it's, I, i'm kind of i'm kind of flaky on the dressing sometimes but hmm. yeah that's the, so you like a flaky dressing I like flaky dressing. I like a flaky dressing. So, huh? Who would who would have thought it, huh, guys? Who would have thought it? All right, one more quick thing about food finishing, and then we're gonna move on over to end the podcast. Skinky, what's your favorite condiment uh, of all? Yeah, like out of every single condiment Everything. there is. Yeah, it depends on what you're putting it on. What do you yeah, mean? I, I can't. No, what's your what's your one and only top condiment? Deli mustard. Ooh, good call. I'm going to go with barbecue sauce. You guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday school day. Every week. Every week without fail in the time for you to do your chores with us. It'll be great. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes store, the Google Play store, and Skanky. Where can they find us also as of last week? Shenantics.com and on Spotify. On Spotify. Spotify. And if you are OG, you can also go to shenantics.rocks. If you guys like the podcast, make sure you leave us a five star review on the iTunes store. It helps other people find the awesomeness and shows Flavia that we will not be held down. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash shenanticspod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. 
And uh, if you want to join the discussion, shenetics.rocks slash about and click on the invite link to our uh, Discord server and you can chat with all the other Shenetics fanatics every week. And you can also mourn when Kevin doesn't post an episode like he's supposed to. Idiot. Idiot. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? <laughs> they can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and on Instagram at S-K-A-N-K-Y, whatever you can go follow there. And where can they find you? I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash I almost said skanky. Jesus Christ. You can find it there if you, you like. Find me. I'm on twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at twitter.com slash mcole underscore. And same username on Instagram, instagram.com slash mcole underscore. Same username everywhere. It was great talking this week, skanky. Great talking with you too. I'll talk to you next time, bud. Goodbye. Goodbye.